Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Unreleased track. There's a song called Long, Long Time. Oh, I start this one. That's right. When you're feeling low When you're down You can be sure that I am the one place you can go It's been a long, long time And you haven't made up your mind It's been a long, long day And there isn't enough been a long, long night And there isn't an end in sight Ah, oh, but that's alright Hello everyone and welcome to Billy Joel A to Z as we continue into the letter L Today, with another unreleased track entitled Long, Long Time However, Long, long time was finally released on November 8th, 2011. It appears on the Piano Man Legacy Edition album and was apparently one of those songs recorded live in April of 1972 at the legendary Sigma Sound Studios at WMMR Radio in Philadelphia, which made Billy Joel a huge star. There are no rankings. There is no evidence this song ever existed. However, here we are (laughs) in uh, 2021 or so talking about long, long time, which I thought they made a mistake and it was supposed to be the longest time. But no, apparently he wrote a song called Long, Long Time just so we would get fooled when we were doing stuff alphabetically. He foresaw this years from now it being a problem, Alon. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to make a song called Long, Long Time. And then I'm going to also make a song called The Longest Time so that Dave thinks it's going to be in the L's. But really, it's in the T's because Alan is an idiot. (laughs) Well, you said it. (laughs) Alan's not an idiot. He is just uh, a stickler for detail. Yeah, uh, but I think (laughs) if I went back, I might change how we were doing it. But it's too late now. So this is the way it is. It is too late now. And good for you that you said that because I think everybody would have been on board to do the entertainer in the ease. However, that all being (laughs) said, yeah, this song, I, I I don't think anybody's ever heard it before. I mean, did, did, had you heard it before? Uh, Yeah. Just on like some random YouTube videos of like, you know, unreleased demo kind of things. Oh, I've never heard it before, but this is like, you know, even though it is unreleased now it's released, but I guess we still call it an unreleased track. It's just never been on an album. It doesn't, the piano man legacy edition doesn't count. No why they chose to include it. You know, there's not even a, an actual studio recording. The recording that is on that album is a live recording from that legendary WMMR radio performance. Well, that's because that whole second disc of that Piano Man Legacy Edition is that entire concert from WMMR. So there was no decision of including or not including this song. It was part of the concert, so therefore it made the album. All right. Well, then my question to you, Alon, says 
every single other song he did at that concert appears on an album. Why not this one? No, I think didn't he do Josephine on that concert also? Oh, yes, he did. You're absolutely right. But wait, wait, doesn't Josephine appear on? Oh, no, it's just in the My Lives one, right? Where yeah, was Josephine? That was so long ago, the J's. I can't even remember. <laughs> and we had all those K's in between. Oh, right. Uh, right. I, I don't know where Josephine appeared. I mean, it definitely wasn't released on any album. So it appeared in, in something like that, you know, Legacy Edition and maybe on My Lives. Right, right. You're right. I was thinking that Josephine, for some reason, was like one of those B-side ones like House of Blue Light or uh, Elvis Presley Boulevard. You're absolutely right. That never appeared. So I guess uh, I guess they chose a couple that just wouldn't appear on the album. It's just kind of odd, you know, if you're putting an album together off this unbelievable concert that kind of changed his trajectory um not to include well josephine i have no problem with but this seems like it would fit perfectly on piano man i think it would fit perfectly on cold spring harbor it feels a little bit off for piano man but thematically this song which is a good song i think and definitely feels like in the vein of some other unreleased tracks we've looked at like great ships and great oceans december song and (laughs) bye bye where's my lady they're all they have a similar feel to them very piano based and uh I think that the theme of this song, which seems to be like travel or a journey mixed in with a woman that he's in some kind of relationship with, is a theme that Billy Joel talks about a lot early in his career. Definitely through the first four albums, we see a lot of songs like that all the way through turnstiles. And then he kind of just completely abandons this kind of song after that point. Yeah, I guess he did because he knew he needed to do a little bigger. But you're, you know, the only reason I said Piano Man was because I knew he this was after cold spring harbor was already whatever it was uh that's why i said but you're right this is much better fit for cold spring harbor you're absolutely correct the weird thing about this song is that it is there are a couple of i guess you probably saw everything that i saw a couple of uh, strange performances like this one at uh on a on a like a college television station in 1972 in Southern Illinois University, where he changed the lyrics because he was so angry, I guess, that he was playing at Southern Illinois University. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's a great concert because it's in color. We have a, a rare 1972 color video of Billy Joel performing. Um, but yeah, th- those changed lyrics are pretty funny. Where he says, here I am, New York City boy. Tell me, please, what the hell am I doing in Illinois? Here I am, New York City boy. Tell me, please, what the hell am I doing in Illinois? Yeah, and I was looking at the lyrics on, you know, on Google while I was listening to it. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, it's like when I was like flipping through, I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 that doesn't sound right. Wait, that's the lyrics? Because I must have misheard that the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly somebody who's very angry that they are in a, a college station who wants bigger things for himself and, uh, you know, was pretty much just uh, probably wanted to put in the F word and uh, contained himself. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What the the hell hell am I doing doing in Illinois? I wonder if at this point in time, that was from February of 72, if Artie Rip was still like managing him and still booking these kind of shows for him. You know, maybe he really just didn't like whatever the promotion was for Cold Spring Harbor that was sending him off in the winter to the middle of Illinois. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. I mean, boy, if this Artie Riff could just do like one more thing, you know, <laughs> to like the, uh, another piece of the puzzle. I got a gig for you. It's a college television station in Illinois. You're going to love it. 
yeah, it's going to be like public access TV, basically. But Illinois. <laughs> well, you probably saying Illinois means you mean like Chicago. Well, would we farther south? <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> but there's also a live recording in San Francisco in 1972. Yeah, right? the boarding house. That's uh, that's the first known live performance of this song. Actually, that was from January of 72. It's kind of interesting that he played this multiple times live. He clearly liked the song. It's just, I mean, it's amazing. It just didn't appear on any album when he kept seemingly doing it. I mean, when you go to this Southern Illinois University, why are you playing this song? Why this song? Why not? You know, even uh, she's got it. She's got away is the, the original Cold Spring Harbor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why not that or something? I mean, it's just a, uh, he seemed to like this song. It's just kind of odd. It never appeared on an album. It said, uh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's a good song. It's kind of strange. I guess maybe by the time it was time to record Piano Man, he had enough other tracks that he just felt were more cohesive together than this one. But it's the same thing we talked about with Josephine, where he played it at a few concerts. And that song, he also played at that Puerto Rico show, which was a big deal for him. And yet, again, didn't appear on an album. He's so prolific. He has so much material. He can just throw away songs like this, play them four times in the 70s. And then never again. And those are the stats for this, by the way. He's played, he played it four times in 1972 that we know of. And we have audio for, I think, three of them. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Damn it. I wish I had that fourth one. That was probably the best performance. Yeah, that one was at SUNY Plattsburgh. I'm sure some <laughs> big fans have like some uh, bootleg of that show. Uh, send it in to us if you've got it. We haven't heard it. You mentioned earlier that there was no studio recording of this, but there is on YouTube uh, what seems to be the demo version of the song. He did record it at some point in the studio. I haven't seen that. I, th- I saw all just the this MMR performance because the official Billy Joel release is the MMR live performance. I haven't seen a studio version. I haven't heard one. Yeah, it's on one of those YouTube channels that has some of these other like unreleased demos that we found, which are from some demo tapes that I guess still exist. Does it sound it sounds- better? No, it sounds just as good as the WMMR one. I mean, he's been pretty consistent through all these versions, actually. I feel like he sings it great every single time. You know what I can't believe is that this is the WMMR version, but it does it when I I had to play Captain Jack again from that session because it's like it just sounds like such a fuller band. But I think there's only four guys. But when he plays Captain Jack, it seems like, wait, these are the same guys who are playing long, long time, you know? <laughs> yeah. The music on this song is very subdued. It's always so quiet. And when you watch like that performance from Southern Illinois, they're doing very little back there. Yeah. And those are the same guys that made it feel full with captain Jack, which is a real, again, Testament in 1972 to sound like there's definitely more than four people. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know if you listened to more of that San Francisco recording because it was like the full concerts on, on YouTube. But I think right after the song is over, he tells one of his guys that he's out of tune and they start trying to. So he, he seemed like he was a real stickler with the guys in his band at that point in time. Maybe that's why it didn't work out with them. Yeah, it's worse he, than that. I don't know whether you saw the uh, the guys from that session, the three dudes who weren't Billy Joel got together in 2014. Did you see this at the bitter end? No, you did not see this. You, you ready for this? Yeah. The three guys from that show got together on August 24th, 2014 at the bitter end here in New York City, calling their band long, long time. And they performed 
the entire set of the April 1972 performance at WMMR at the bitter end. The, the three dudes, not Billy Joel. So they're singing the songs and it's awful. <laughs> it starts with the falling of the rain. And then you're like, I cannot listen to the rest of this. Yeah. Obviously, their musicianship is fine, but the I, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, it's not Billy Joel. And there is a major difference. And they didn't have a fourth guy come to sing. They just it was one of the three of them who sang. I think they had some guests uh, like they were joined by some guy named Elio Pace and Dave Clark. And maybe that was the difference. I don't know. But like just, the Dave Clark from Dave Clark five. I don't think so. Uh, the other think. Dave Clark. Yeah, I think there was another Dave Clark, but I, I don't know. But it just it's so, uh, you, you know, just the, I, I don't know why they did it. I don't know. I mean, it was a tribute to Billy Joel, uh, but, his, but with his original band and they even had flyers. And they're like long, long time tonight at 430. It was at 430 in the afternoon, Alon. 430 so in the stupid. afternoon. Why do you name your your band after a song that no one knows? So no one who looks at that would say, oh, that's a Billy Joel song. Maybe this is Billy Joel related. They picked the one song that besides Josephine that that no one at all is going to know. Yeah, it was very odd. And that is why you need to know about this band who started with Billy back in 1971, because it's not that history was written wrong. It just it wasn't written. So we're here to write it. OK. Um, Okay, so uh, we'd like to bring up Kenny Ingram, who flew in uh, on his own dime uh, from Winnipeg, Canada, to start the show. So let's hear it. I said they they even had this guy there from this uh, site. It, he does like a he probably did a public access show and now he's on the web. Go New York rocks some Italian guy and he's like, so you guys really got together after all these years, huh? They got like video of them with the microphone. They're like, yeah, you know we love performing in long long time. He just keeps showing the flyer that that's the <laughs> band name. I I don't think they've ever performed again after that. But they did the entire set list, which um is a, a, a an amazing set list if it was performed by Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah, with that one caveat. I went to a similar show to that. So that was at the bitter end. You know, the other club that's nearby called Kenny's Castaways? I do. So I went to a show there that where Pete Best was performing with a band. Pete Best, the original Beatles drummer. Oh, my. And so you figure, OK, this is cool. I'm going to see a Beatle and he's probably going to play a lot of Beatles songs. But he only played the songs that they used to play like back in Hamburg when he was still in the band. So it's all just like, Little Richard covers and other 1950s stuff. There's nothing that you care about at all. You know, it sucks to be cast away going off your bitter <laughs> end. Uh, oh, the, this was his band, I think, 
the ones that came back for the tour for Cold Spring Harbor and Street Life Serenade. That guy, Reese Clark, was there, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, Larry Russell, Reese Clark, and Don Evans. Yeah, and they're, look, they're good. We, I mean, the recordings are very nice. Obviously, we like the Piano Man album more than Cold Spring Harbor, but it's not the same without Billy. It's not even like, you know, they have the Lords of 52nd Street, which is a cool band made up of Billy's main band uh, from the 70s and 80s. These are, these are the guys that are forgotten to history. No one cares about them. No, and that's why I said they were playing on a Sunday at 4.30 in the afternoon. That's not good either. Yeah, there was an open mic night at 7.30. They couldn't bump it. <laughs> you, I heard you performed on The Late Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, You're never going to guess who was here a few hours ago. <laughs> Nobody. Um, no one who matters. I was wondering if you were surprised that he didn't just entitle this song Long, Long Island. It's been a long, long island. I'm just saying it's like this guy can't help himself. And, uh, you know, he's got to use the word long and... Uh, well, that's why I said what I thought. I, that's what I thought with the words. I'm just a New York City boy. I'm like, oh, my God. Even back then we're getting. A, <laughs> but apparently that was a put in lyric. And then I just assumed we were going to get something about, you know, a train or Jericho or something. And uh, no, fortunately, nothing in this. I'm, I mean, I just can't handle another Long Island reference. I just can't take it. I tell you, I can't take it. Yeah. Thank goodness. Back then he was basically writing uh, these vague kind of songs. Because this has such vague imagery in it, you know, he, he wouldn't get specific about Levittown in this song. He was doing <laughs> it's been a long, long time. I guess I'll let it rain. It's all this this kind of poetic stuff that he was doing in those early days, which seems kind of schlocky now, because after that, he was doing like all of his songs later on have like this vivid imagery, specific stories, characters that you could picture. A lot of them are really about like people. And this was um, I don't know. I didn't really I can't really picture this song. It just sounds like a guy who's playing piano. I feel like there's a couple of parts in it that sound a little like the anticipation, the Carly Simon song. I thought I heard like a little bit about it, but I might be mixing it up with a Carol King song or something. I mean, obviously it's around that same time period where a lot of the songs sounded similar. Yeah. It sounds like something. Yeah. Maybe yeah it's, right? it's catchy. I don't, I don't know. You know, that bridge section I like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's catchy, but it sounds like something. It sounds like something. <laughs> it's that funny. Yeah, right? it does. And lyrically, um, it's similar to a song by his heroes, the Beatles. There's a song, Long, 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 which was a George Harrison song from the White Album. But the first That's line of that, that guy song, was so high, he couldn't come up with another name after that. He was just like, let's just, just call fading, it Long, 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 man. Long. Hey, man. Day's not here, man. Well, that's what the song sounds like. If you've ever heard of that song, it's very uh, wispy. Um, oh. But the, the first lyrics of that song are, it's been a long, long, long time. So he puts three <laughs> longs in there. Billy Joel said, let's take out one long. I'll make it my own. And then, right. And then he was saying, like, should I make it? Should I just go for Island after the long, long? Or? <laughs> we'll vote as a band. Then they Meanwhile, voted against him and he kicked them all out. In 1970, Linda Ronstadt had a hit with a song called Long, Long Time. Maybe. And it was a hit that had something to do with it not being put on the album. Yeah, right. Could be a rhinestone situation. I was exactly <laughs> I was curious whether uh, he has a phrase, he uses the phrase rambling on in the song, you know, something like I, I better be rambling on. And uh, I know that's come up in other songs. Led Zeppelin had their song rambling on in 1969 and then uh, rambling man by the Allman brothers, 1973. So it was a popular phrase back then, but Billy was in between those two songs. Yep. Rambling. That's our rambling section of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's my maiden name. What? Nothing. I, don't know. I thought that was a reference to a movie I've never heard of. 
No. So going back to that boarding house, San Francisco performance, uh, one thing that was kind of funny was um, after the song, he mentions that everyone's like eating dinner. He's just playing like nice dinner music for them. And then he says, when you guys clink your plates, try to do it in the key of C. That's funny. And you can you can actually hear people like moving plates around and eating. It's kind of a weird thing. I don't know what kind of venue that was. It's right out of Annie Hall or anything that where there's somebody's just starting out. That's the way there's always clinking plates. When they make a movie bio about you just starting out, there's always clinking plates and a waiter drops some trays. It had to be you. It had to be you. I wandered around. Right. It was weird that it was a dinner show because it was being recorded live for radio, just like the WMMR one was. This was also a live to radio concert. You'd think they would have had it be like, hey, everyone, let's be quiet now. Let's uh, we want to really hear the music. No, that's the thing. It's like one of our idiot friends who was recording at, uh, you know, the uh, New York Comedy Club. And I said, oh, I'm recording my album tomorrow. You know, we have no idea who they are. No one knows who they are. No one knows where that album's going. This I mean, yeah. at that time, it was like, Hey, Billy Joel's recording here today, but we're still serving dinner, right? Right. Well, well yeah. he was the opening act. He wasn't even the main thing. He was opening for this guy, Taj Mahal. Oh, this is the San Francisco gig. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I was reading up on that guy. That guy uh, worked with the Stones and all these people. So I was listening to his stuff. I'm like, oh, this is the stuff Dave Dusko hates. <laughs> <laughs> a blues guitar? You're not into that? Oh. I didn't listen to any of it. I just looked him up a little bit. Good for you. But he was on the Rolling Stones uh, Rock and Roll Circus show. That's kind of an exclusive club. A lot of big acts were on that. I know. It's pretty cool. But you know what the thing is about that 1972 recording? They said that whatever it was recorded again, still recorded at the wrong speed. Like this guy had nothing but problems with stuff like that. I mean, that this must have been another Artie Rip production. This bootleg copy of this show was recorded at the wrong goddamn speed. <laughs> really? Yeah. The person who put it up pointed it out. I feel like this one was maybe too slow, actually, because there's a version of Everybody Loves You Now at that concert that's where his voice just sounds much different than normal. Well, I think they changed it. They, they, they The recordings have been speed and pitch corrected for these videos. It says it right uh, okay. on. OK, OK, but it but it's 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 again, Artie Rip strikes stripes again, strikes again. I mean, the guy was a genuine jackass. He had no idea how to engineer a show. Yeah, these things were recorded like with a 1920s crank to determine the speed of the recording. Yeah, where meanwhile, all these other artists seem to be perfectly fine. There's lots of crystal clear recordings from the 70s. It's not like this was the 1930s. There's crystal clear recordings of people, Frank Sinatra doing live shows in the 40s, you know, before he was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I'm glad that we have even what we do have from these early Billy Joel shows. Because right, like you're saying, he was an unknown. There was no good reason to save this material. Well, folks, that was Long, Long Island. I mean, time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you like our podcast, be sure to go to Apple and give us five stars. We release new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single song. Although we'd understand if you didn't want to subscribe after this particular episode, but go on. Please do not unsubscribe just because we're doing unreleased tracks like Long Long Time. (laughs) Follow us on social media at Billy Joel A to Z and give us some feedback. Have you ever heard this song before? Would you be excited to see the band Long Long Time? 
And should this song have been included on Piano Man? Can I just say one thing? Wouldn't it have been the funniest thing in the whole world if this was the only song I had heard and it was my favorite song out of all the hits that everybody knows except me? Yeah. You waited for a long, long time. That's my favorite song. (laughs) We've gone through 60 songs I've never heard of. What is this? (laughs) Captain What? (laughs) Big Who? Anyway, as we were saying, until next time, I'm Alan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. It's been a long, long time, and I had to make up your mind. It's been a long, long day, but it's gonna work out my way. Baby, baby, such a long, long night, and there isn't an end in sight. Oh, but that's alright. It's alright oh, oh, oh. Thank you Thank you Woo! There it is, the woo I came from San Francisco Woo! I heard it the first time on the Cheap Thrills album, Big Brother and the Holding Company. The whole audience was going, woo, woo. I go, what's that, man? New York, they go, yeah, yeah. Here they go, woo, woo. Uh, 